God bless you guys. I just want to take this uh, moment just to share with you guys uh, where you guys can partner with us, or if you'd like, you can check out our website. Uh, just go to our website. It's alimministries.com. So it's alimministries.com. And I wanted to share that with you guys just before we get started into this next episode of this podcast. Uh, what the Lord has placed on my heart. I'm excited for what God is doing. I pray you guys have been blessed by these messages in the name of Jesus. This next uh, episode that I want to talk to you guys about, the title is that God's mercy is abundant. And I woke up this morning and the Spirit placed on my heart lamentation. And in the scriptures, I want to go there right away here. Lamentation chapter 3. Hallelujah. Verse 22 through 23. This is what the word of the Lord says. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to talk to you guys just for a couple minutes about God's mercy being renewed every single morning. And what I wanted to, to go into example of was right away was actually Saul. And I wanted to talk about Saul, who was the king who was first of the king of Israel. Um, the Bible says that Saul was chosen by God to be king over Israel. But we know through the word that Saul, he made a mistake and because he made a mistake, the Bible says that the kingdom that was given to him by God was going to be ripped from his hands and that it was going to be given to another man who in this time was going to be David, who was not a king yet, but God already had in mind that David was going to be the king after Saul, a true king. He said, for this is a man after my own heart. And that uh, Samuel was speaking to Saul and told Saul that he would not go with him to offer sacrifices because God would not accept the sacrifice because Saul sinned against God by disobeying his word. Now, I just want you guys to think about this because in this time, the mercy of God was not evident in the, in, in the world because we notice Saul, he made one mistake where he tried to do something because the Bible says that he, he went to go um, do what the people wanted him to do instead of what a God wanted him to do. And I know in my own heart that you and I have run into the same problem in our lives where we want to do what man wants us to do over what God wants us to do because of fear of the people. The Bible says that Saul was afraid of the people more than he was of what God was telling him to do. So what happened was Saul sinned against God. And how many of you know today that you and I sin against God as well? But here's the difference. Saul sinned against God, and because he sinned against God the one time, 
that was it. That was it for Saul. Saul was no longer going to be in the position of where he was going to be king over Israel. But God saw that Saul sinned against him. He held it against him and said, you know what? The kingdom has been ripped from your hands because you have sinned against me this one time. Can you imagine if you and I lived in that time, my God, if you and I lived in that time where if we sin one time that God would say to you and I, it's over, you can no longer be a part of my kingdom, you can no longer be a part of relationship with me. But I'm telling you guys this because the mercies of God are renewed every single morning. The mercies of God are renewed every morning. And the enemy doesn't want you to understand that God's mercy is abundant and it's more than enough for you to come back to Jesus. Excuse me. It's more than enough for you to come back to God just because that you have gone and done something that was against God. Maybe you sinned against God. Maybe you went out and did what you were not supposed to do. But the Bible is very clear that the mercies of God are abundant. See, the enemy wants you to believe that you've gone too far, that you've done something so terrible that it's impossible for God to ever forgive you, that it's impossible for you to ever to be accepted into the kingdom of God. My God, this is why Jesus came to the earth and he said, did I not come for the sinner and for the sick and for the lost? He was saying, I have not come for it is the, the sick that need a doctor. I have come for the sinner. I have come for the lost. This is the very reason why Jesus came so that those who fall short, those who come short of the glory of God, those who, you know, who were in sin would have a chance through Jesus to have relationship with God the Father. See, this is important because this was already being implemented into the world when David came in next after Saul. Because the Bible says that Saul would be removed and that David would be the man after God's own heart, would be an example of a man after God's own heart. But we know that David also sinned against God. We understand, Holy Spirit, we understand that David also sinned against God. How did he do this? Well, the Bible says that one day when, when David decided to stay back uh, and the armies went out and fought without him, the Bible says, Holy Spirit, that he was out on his balcony and he could see above everything because his kingdom was the highest. Hallelujah. Okay. And then he saw a woman named Bathsheba who was on top of her roof who was bathing. So all of a sudden, David saw this woman who was naked, who was bathing on top of the roof, which he had access to be able to see what she was doing. And then he said for one of his servants to go get her so that he could, that, so that he could go sleep with her. So I want you to see this. David was a man after God's own heart. However, he chose to fall into the sin of lust and he chose to commit adultery. So as he committed adultery, my God, the Bible says that he did what he was not supposed to do and he slept with Uriah's wife, which was Bathsheba. And I want you to understand this because this was representation of a man after God's own heart 
who was still falling into sin, who was still falling into temptation. But the Bible says in, in Psalms chapter 51, this is where David is repenting from the Lord. See, Saul was not allowed to repent because Saul went to go repent. He said, Samuel, come with me that we may offer offerings to the Lord so that I could have repentance. But Samuel said, I will not go with you because God will not accept your offering. What was the difference? God did not have mercy on Saul, but he had mercy on David. And what, what was being painted through the life of David was Christ was coming and that his uh, mercy was going to be abundant to all those who call upon the name of Jesus. They shall be saved no matter how far, no matter how dark or how deep the sin was that they committed against God, that there was always going to be room for them to have a repentance repentant heart. So that's what the difference was between Saul and David. David had a heart of repentance, the Bible says. And in Psalms chapter 51, we see that David knows that his iniquity, his sin is not against man. His sin was not against himself, but his sin was actually against God. So he asked God to forgive him. He asked God to pardon his iniquity and that he would create in him a clean heart and that he would renew within him a willing and steadfast spirit that would sustain him in righteousness that he would no longer want to operate and live in sin but that he would be purified and this was what was going to happen to every person after Jesus died on the cross because the blood of Jesus and the grace of God is sufficient enough for you who you have thought in your mind that you have walked too far away from God that you have sinned too too long that you've slept with too many people that you've been drinking for too long that you've been in addictions that you've had a filthy mouth for too long but the spirit of the Lord is calling those people back in the name of Jesus I'm here to tell you whenever you're listening to this message that the spirit of the Lord says you have never gone too far because David's life was the example that you could never go too far from God because the mercy of God was gonna be abundant towards you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you guys to understand the importance that the mercies of God are renewed every single morning. Now, this does not give you a license to be able to sin every single day willingly, but this is a license for you to overcome sin. This is a license that grace was imparted to you that you could overcome the temptation, that you could overcome the sin that easily entangles you and ensnares you, the Bible says. But I want, to, I want you to understand, my God, that the mercy of God is more than enough, that the grace of, a God, grace of God is sufficient enough for your life. And I declare that the lie of the devil breaks off of your life in the name of Jesus now as you listen to this message and that you will no longer see yourself as dirty. You will no longer see yourself as being accused by the enemy. The Bible says in Zechariah that Joshua was with filthy garments and that there was the, the accuser of the brethren pointing at Joshua, accusing him of all of his sin. But the Bible says that the angel of the Lord appeared before Joshua, hallelujah, 
and that he put a new garment upon him. He put he said, Don't don't take away his filthy rags, which represented his old ways, his sinful nature, and put on the garment of righteousness. Give him clean robes, give him a clean turban in the name of Jesus. For the Lord was showing Joshua how he sees him and how he was always going to view him. And now how much more Jesus, since he's come and he's cleansed us and he's washed us with the blood does God see you and I no longer in sinful nature but he sees the blood of Jesus that covers us and that is more than enough for to pardon our iniquities as we are faithful to ask him to forgive us for our sins for the spirit of the Lord says that you shall bear fruit worthy of repentance and the word also says that God's goodness leads us to repentance so that we can come into a new relationship with God in the name of Jesus I want you guys to fully grasp how deep and how wide the love of God is towards you how deep and wide the mercy of God is towards you in the name of Jesus that lie that says you've gone too far breaks off of your life today by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the word of the Lord that's being spoken to you today in Jesus name the Bible says that God is abundant and rich in mercy in the name of Jesus hallelujah let me show you where this is found in the scriptures in Isaiah chapter 55 this is an invitation to the abundant life and the abundant life can only come through Jesus Christ. That's why in John chapter 10, verse 10, he said, The thief comes to kill and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. You can live the abundant life through Jesus Christ, through the blood of Jesus, because the blood of Jesus is more than enough to forgive you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I want you to see this in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 3, incline your ear and come to me, hear and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. What's the sure mercies of David? Meaning that the abundant mercy that is with David is going to be with you. Notice that the mercies of David was with, I'm sorry, the mercies of God was with David. This was going to be the same mercy that was going to be upon your life through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Because we know that Jesus came through the line of David. That's why, that's why God promised David, there shall always be a king who sits on your throne. Meaning, if the king sins against me and they repent, he will always remain steadfast on his throne. This is important for us to believe because the Bible now calls you and I kings. Hallelujah. And of course, women are queens. But in this case, it's talking about that you are called to sit on the throne of David in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how far you've gone away from God. It doesn't matter how deep you've gone into the pits of hell. As long as you are still alive and you are still breathing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As long as you are still alive and you are still breathing, God says it's never too late. 
It's never too late to turn back and repent and come back to God because his arms are open. Why? Because of what Jesus did on the cross for you and I. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. He is a witness to the people. What's the witness? He's a witness of God's mercy. He's a witness of God's mercy being abundant and more than enough for those who come after him in the name of Jesus. Because watch, Jesus came through the line of David. You and I are no longer of our own lineage, but we have been adopted into the family bloodline of God through the blood of Jesus. We no longer carry our iniquity of blood inside of us, but we carry the blood of Jesus because we have been adopted by the Spirit of the Lord. That's why the word says that he gave them the right to become sons of God to those who believe in Jesus because the spirit that you now are born again by cries out Abba, which means father, which you can only call someone your father if you are a part of their family. You can't call a person who's not your dad your dad because you do not belong to them. But the spirit says that you have now been adopted into the family of God by the Spirit, it cries out Abba, which means Father, so that you are now no longer a part of your lineage of sinful nature, but you are now a part of the lineage of Jesus Christ. And you are part of the lineage of David because Jesus Christ is a part, is part, is the lineage of David because Jesus came through the line of David. Therefore, you and I are part of the same line because of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has so much power, it took you out of your line and out of your family line, meaning that your family line that was full of sinful nature was no longer going to be your portion, but you are going to be now in the line of David, where the line of David, the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55, that he was going to be a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people, that you were going to live the life like David to where God's mercy was going to be abundant and rich towards you, just like it was rich and abundant toward David, where he forgave David. And so therefore, David was not removed from the kingdom like Saul, but he remained on the throne. And the, and the word says that the throne of David shall abide and last forever, meaning that because just because you sin against God does not take you off of the throne, but you must repent and ask God to forgive you. Hallelujah. For the Bible says in 1 John, let's go there. In 1 John chapter 2. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 1 through 2. This is what Jesus did for everybody who believes in God. They have abundant mercy and that he is an advocate for us in the heavens by his blood in the name of Jesus. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. God sent his son that everyone in the world that 
confesses that Jesus is Lord and repents, they will be saved and forgiven from their sins and be pardoned from all of their sin. This is the power of the blood of Jesus. Holy Spirit. You have to understand that the mercy of God is renewed every morning and it's abundant towards those who believe in Christ. The mercy of God is more than enough for you and I to remain established on the throne like David remained. Even though David chose to sleep with Bathsheba, representing sin, God still chose to forgive him and pardon his iniquity as if he never sinned because Jesus, the blood of Jesus, covered that sin. And how much more because the blood of Jesus was not yet shed on the cross in the days of David. But how much more now the blood of Jesus works efficiently for you and I today because it's actually been shed on Calvary's tree so that you and I would be pardoned from our iniquities and so that if we sinned, Jesus would be advocating on our behalf to the Father. That's why the Bible says that God was reconciling the world back to himself through the Son by the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus is more than enough. The mercies of God are more than enough for your life. So I encourage you in the name of Jesus, I encourage you if you haven't, repent and ask God to forgive you in the name of Jesus. In fact, repeat after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for my sins. I ask that you pardon my sins from me. Thank you, Father, that your mercy is abundant towards me and that your grace is sufficient for my life. Create in me a clean heart and renew a willing and steadfast spirit within me to sustain me in righteousness. Cause me to walk in righteousness for your name's sake in the name of Jesus. My life is yours and from this day forward, I choose to serve you. I believe that you sent your son to die on the cross for my sins and that he is the son of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, I pray that you guys have been blessed by this podcast, this episode in the name of Jesus. I ask that you guys would follow this podcast so that you can get um, constant updates of when I release a new one in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Have a blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.